Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman, and welcome to Wewa. Enjoy the show. This is Wewa, also known as the What Are You Watching podcast, where once a week, typically on Saturday, he, Ben, say hi, Ben. Hi. And I, Phil, simply ask each other, what are you watching? And so once again, I ask you, my friend, what are you watching? We got Reservation Dogs. <gasps> Season 2. Andor. And House of the Dragon. Nice. Two of the three we've already, actually we've talked about all of these before, but this was really a week of catching up, uh, finishing seasons and catching up on everything that is out. So not a lot new. But what yeah, are you watching? I think it would be good to have like a mid-season catch-up on how you're feeling. Because last time we talked, I think you had only seen one episode of House of the Dragon. Yeah. And that was your first time ever watching a Game of Thrones. Yeah, so it's, I, I didn't even remember anyone's name at that point. Mm-hmm. So and now you're, things are much different now. And, so I think we're going to have some more productive discussion. And now and, you're post-time skip because you've seen all six? Yes. At point of recording, there's yeah, yeah, six yeah. episodes? Yep. Fantastic. Can't wait. All right, what are you watching? Um, uh, so um, it was pretty pretty big week, actually. I did a lot of catching up, you know, obviously staying on top of Rings of Power, um, House of the Dragon, and or She-Hulk, of course, my favorite show ever. Ever? Yes, it's officially that. And uh, also Blonde, the new Anna de Armas movie about uh, Marilyn Monroe, based on an author who I absolutely hate, <laughs> hates book called Blonde. Um came out on netflix on the 28th a couple days ago watched that uh Dahmer, the ryan murphy um bio show about jeffrey Dahmer, uh the patient which is on hulu i think it's an fx show though but it's on hulu starring steve carell mm-hmm. um you know so, yeah but you, you obviously know what i'm talking about i've seen the ad for that like a hundred times but <laughs> yes there's a lot of ads for it and then uh season two for abbott elementary got started uh last week so there's two episodes of that out and both have been fantastic that is a laundry list you know man i'm, I'm a busy guy watch busy, a lot of tv <laughs> got a lot to do here got a lot of sitting on a couch and watching the, the boob tube that, that's like i kind of felt odd doing that last week because i was like I, i'm so busy i have so much to do i have to watch so many episodes this week it, it was just to catch up there, there's a lot to be said about like just like the current state of tv where it's almost to the point where it's homework. Yes, there's you know, just too much. You know, like the Harry Potter line, that you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about it. You know that line? Well, now I do. It's like there's so much there's so much stuff to do. we got to push our way through all this mm-hmm. television, but it's going to be freaking awesome because yeah. all these shows are sweet. And at the same time, knowing you're like leaving so much out that's quality. And if, if we like don't talk about something, it doesn't mean we don't like it or don't want to watch it. There's just... There's a lot out there. Our full-time job is actually not watching TV, so right. this is quite simply, this show is quite simply, or having an what opi- have we Or having an opinion or a thought on everything. There are a lot of things that like I watch, and it just there's nothing to say about it. Like, just good, yeah, That bad. was a show. <laughs> <laughs> what else can you say? But yeah, we're bringing in things that we, I think, have some more opinions on and some more thoughts on, so. Absolutely. I've got a lot. Of, I actually have a lot of what might be considered polarizing opinions on some of these things. Oh, there some of these, some of these things that I've watched have been kind of split right down the middle on mm-hmm. their, their opinion on them. And I am, I'm here with the uh, final verdict on what's true and what's not. Well, I mean, if we don't know that by now, then if we don't know that you have final authority on 
whether anything is good or bad. People haven't just accepted that I am I am the authority on all things television. What are we doing here? What are we doing? Well, let's get into it. Yeah, what do we want to start with? Let's start with the things we've both seen. Okay. Um, You want to start with House of the Dragon? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot farther than I had been before. So last week you had seen an hour of Game of Thrones content in total, and that was being the first Mm -hmm. episode of House of the Dragon. Now you've seen six hours. Yep. And I'm interested to know what you think. Not only just because it's your first delve into Westeros and the Game of Thrones world, but also this show is a sprint. And we've already, mm-hmm. it's already been like, what, 15 years since the first episode? Yeah. Like a lot of time has passed. No time to waste. Absolutely. I, I like this show a lot. It's really good, isn't it? It takes a little bit to, like you can tell it's quality right away. But for it to be really engaging, it took a few episodes. I'd say by episode three. It was when I was, like, really hooked into the story. Um, was there a certain moment that, like, got you there? Something no, Damon said? No, not, not particularly. Uh, I just kind of getting used to, like, the politics and how everything works. Because, um, like, it it's not just your classic fantasy world. Like, there's a lot of differences and a lot of nuances. And once you kind of figure out who the players are and what the different motivations are and kind of the direction that everything is going, um, you you really get a lot more engaged. Um, I also don't really like many or any of the characters, and I'm guessing that that is just kind of par for the course for what I can expect from now on. Everyone has does something that's at least mildly hateable or stupid. I would say that that's... Pr- that's pretty on par for House of the Dragon and like the the t- not only the time of the world but the family that we're following with the Targaryen yeah. family. Uh, once you get into Game of Thrones, I think you'll find a lot more characters that you can really like get behind and like really root for. Um, there's not necessarily that. Even like this whole storyline between Alicent and Rhaenyra, where it's like, well, we spent the first half like learning to like learn all the bad things about Rhaenyra, and now she's essentially like being positioned as like the good person in the situation and Allison so, yeah. is kind of becoming this like tyrannical queen who's mm-hmm. who's just gunning for her for no reason not necessarily for no reason for obvious reasons but going a little bit too too hard on it i would say yeah and there's no i uh damon i guess is he's a pretty despicable person and a but he's kind of he's kind of fun to watch though a little bit yeah but when he doesn't treat his family very well, that's kind of hard to root for. And then we do actually get to see a little different side of Damon in episode six, where he's actually, he is a little softer and he is more interested in his wife than, than whatnot. And it's like there, did you catch the parallel between like, uh, Lena's birth and, uh, Emma's at the they beginning had a similar of the situation, similar and, decision to make. And Damon refused to slaughter his wife for the, mm-hmm. the sake of an heir. And Viserys was, yeah, kill her. Like, yeah. save the baby, kill her, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Damon let it be Lena's choice. Mm-hmm. But still still not my favorite person ever. Damon? Yeah, no. no. no you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're justified for not liking Damon. He did kill his last wife. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot about that already. We should have put a spoiler warning at the top of the <laughs> <Oops>. episode. <laughs> I mean, come on. We usually it, don't We usually don't spoil stuff is my thing. No. I mean, but if you're here, you're here. Yeah. I mean, but what I mean, I don't know. Are you excited to keep going in Westeros? Yeah, I, I am a little disappointed. I have to wait a whole week now for every episode. <laughs> it makes it more fun. Part. I promise. 
Okay. Like, I don't know. I love Sunday night with HBO. Ever since I've gotten HBO, it's just been Sunday night bangers. The Sunday night drop. You know, like even the last season of, of Game of Thrones – uh, having Euphoria, Barry, um, now House of the Dragon, Succession every Sunday night. It's like I just love eight o'clock Sunday night. I have I have a new HBO episode to watch, and I'm gonna love it. Well, you've never brought up Succession before uh, on the show. <laughs> it's kind of funny you say that because not only is Succession dope, but it's almost like West uh, House of the Dragon is essentially kind of like you could pitch it as succession in a fantasy world. I have heard this. Yes. So it's, you know, that's kind of how it is. I was getting uh, a quick Emperor's New Groove parallel on the episode when Rhaenyra is out on the tour to find a husband, basically, and they're just all lined up in the throne room. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes, yikes. Oh, let me guess. You have a great personality. (laughs) And then I immediately stopped laughing when uh, the the kid and that older guy got into the fight, Mm -hmm. and then the kid just, like, kills him. Yeah. And, like, no one cares or does anything about it. Like, okay, it's time to go. Well, that's actually, like, a big plot point that might be important later on. Because, because those two houses are, like, important houses in, in Westeros, and they feud a lot. And that was just another point of tension between mm-hmm. them, obviously. When two kids kill, end up, one of them, <laughs> if one of them ends up dead, it's going to be a problem for well, somebody. And speaking of, like, people killing each other, spoiler alert, when Kristen kills that one guy at Joffrey. The, why is he just allowed to, like, not just be like, okay, you're okay, but okay, you can keep your job as the king's guard? Yeah, that was a, like, what's going on here? There was essentially the explanation that I heard was that obviously Queen Allison, like, like she showed him mercy. She showed him mercy, which like and, I get, but there there's a difference between that and you get to keep your job as the most like trusted guard in the kingdom yeah and not only it wasn't just some dude too it was i mean obviously he was the now like the now heir to be the king not the one in power but like the like the queen's husband basically Mm -hmm. like his best friend like everyone thought they were just best friends obviously they were lovers Mm -hmm. behind the scene but it's like and now that now the now he just has to walk past this guy when renera gets called into the queen's chambers and whatnot and it's just like oh my goodness yeah I don't know like, how. How is this not a happens. major problem? I yeah, I I didn't necessarily hear a great explanation besides the fact that it was just so like jarring that no one really knew how to respond. Sure. And then the queen took Kristen under her like wing and mm-hmm. was like, "No, he's mine now." Yeah. <laughs> like, he he's a little bit bitter now at he, multiple people. Yeah, a girl turned him down, and now he's writing mean things about her on the bathroom walls. Mm-hmm. Just like a, you know how ju- it be. Just like a junior. You know how it might. be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait to see what comes next. But uh, that's all I've got for now. So we've met like six dragons now. I think we're supposed to meet like nine to ten when it all is said and done. So there's still mm-hmm. a long way to go. I still can't tell the dragons apart. Yeah, I know there's a there. big one. Vagar. The big one that That was Lena's dragon. Yeah. He's the biggest and the oldest. And Lena bonded with him when she was only like twelve years old. Which is pretty cool. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And uh there he he's not done in the story. He will uh he will find his way to another blonde hair character that uh, we've met already mm, i wonder who yeah it's probably pretty easy to figure out <laughs> i will say that um with the time jump the actor change between young renera and old renera they look starting startlingly similar yeah they killed the casting that was unbelievable yeah uh, millie alcock and emma darcy look 
like it, it, it works. And then even, um, I can't remember young Allison's name, but Olivia cook playing old Allison, mm-hmm. like that, that casting was spot on as well. Mm-hmm. So kudos to them. Yeah. Way to go. Uh, yeah. But cool. What should we talk about next? Well, I watched Andor. Yeah. You want to get into Andor? Yeah. Four episodes, four episodes. Cool. So good. It's, so good. I am pleasantly surprised. You, this, this is, I, I wasn't trying to hate it. You heard it here, folk. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to hate it. I just had my doubts. But this has been a real breath of fresh air. You heard it here first. The biggest Rogue One hater in the world is like, you know what? This Andor character is actually kind of cool. Yeah, he's always been cool, Ben. He's always been it's cool. It's because this is so unlike Rogue One. It's not even funny. This this is like the po- there is not one like classical Star Wars reference that's happened yet. This it's taking place in this maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration, but like it's taking place it's not in on this Tatooine, world. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and with these characters who have no association with what we've like seen before. Whereas yeah. Rogue One was like, hey, here's all these like this tech and these references and these places that you've seen before. Isn't this cool? Where we do see Coruscant, but. That's but we've different. like never seen Coruscant in reference to the like post Republic though, oh, which yeah. is really interesting to see how it's kind of it's this stiff bureaucracy where the um, hard headed security people mm-hmm. delegate now. Yeah, and it's like the, this is the early days of the the Empire as well, but it's still it's been like what like nine or ten years is that kind of five the... years before the Battle of Yavin. So I'd say we're it's like fifteen years I think since the fall of the Republic. Okay, so Luke would be Luke would be fifteen years old right now. So this would be like two to four years before A New Hope. About five years before New Hope, because battle before Battle of Yavin, before Battle of Yavin, BBY. That's what it said when it opened. Battle of Yavin is basically A New Hope. Okay, Okay. so when it says five years before that, it's five years. Okay, before Episode Four. There's just like when you really think about it, it's really not that much time between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. No. The Empire wasn't around very long. Yeah. Because the Republic was around for, what, a thousand generations? And then Sheesh. there's this little blip where the Empire ruled, and then it's gone. Literally that that, that was not to get off on a tangent here, but that's always something about the Star Wars universe. I'm, I'm willing to ignore it because it's not that big a deal, but it doesn't make any sense where the Jedi are, like, suddenly these legendary figures who most people don't even, like, believe existed or even know about. But it's like, hey, remember when... 15 years ago when these monks had their giant temple on the government center of the entire universe and were deeply involved in politics and every aspect of society and also traveled all over the galaxy. Oh, they, I don't believe they actually existed, but I could, I could see to the point where you could just see them as kind of like a religious sect is how they kind of get spoken about sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because the amount of people throughout that that actually saw like a Jedi get a lightsaber out and like fight or anything is sure. is probably pretty small. I'm sure the opinion on like we're getting into like the weeds right now, <laughs> but like the the memory of Jedi like on Coruscant is probably a lot different than it is on like Tatooine yeah, that's or, and stuff like that. That's fair. It's just this idea that like no one is like it feels like in A New Hope that feeling as no one even believes they existed before well, yeah because someone in the empire is straight up just like that religion died a long time ago it's like 15 no, years ago 20 like, years ago it was less than 20 years <laughs> people ago, in actually. this room were like working with them like, probably <laughs> like i was one dude <laughs> like, what are you talking about uh, i got burned up by one <laughs> i have a 
a whole crew of employees that work under me as Darth Vader that are supposed to go hunt out people that still do it. <laughs> the Emperor got killed by the Jedi, like almost killed by the Jedi, remember? That's how he grabbed power because he was like, the Jedi tried to kill me. You don't remember that speech that we have on video from 20 years oh, ago? Man. The biggest mistake they made was making Luke like 18 instead right. of like 37. Or Yeah, exactly. But, you know. We're grasping at straws here. Yeah. It's a great universe. We still love it. We still like it. There is no mention of any Jedi or any of the no, sorts. this is straight anymore. up just a mm-hmm. spy show about the beginning of the Rebellion. After the first episode, I know why they dropped three episodes at once yeah. out. If they would have dropped just the one, I would have been like, uh, You got to watch the what? first three as a movie. Because yeah. if he's just like – if you're just there for three weeks, like – no direction, like thinking Andor's oh, a screw up. Lost me. Have no connection to the rebellion. It's just like, what the heck is this? And also, how the flashback to his early life is broken up mm-hmm. to the point where, like, especially after that first episode, I'm like, literally nothing has happened in this flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it makes a lot more sense once you. It, it's all connected. It. You got to watch those first three episodes, like mm-hmm. all all together. Which yeah. it's only an hour and a half, so it's just a small. It's just yeah, a short sure, movie. yeah, and they're short episodes. They're yeah. not House of the Dragon length. And I thought it was really dope getting to see like Luthen interact with Mon Mothma and like Mon Mothma is actually going to become like a character. Like we never really know anything about her. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she's a Senator who's going to fund the beginning of the rebellion. And like, it's going to be cool getting to like interact with her more. Well, what I do love is they're showing the different aspect of the rebellion, not like the rogue one part where it's just the military part and all the ships that we know and the weapons we know mm-hmm. and whatnot already fighting the empire. It's this is starting from absolute nothing. And most people, like, hate the idea of a rebellion even existing and think that it's, like, pointless. Yeah. But how it has to start really grassroots with these, like, small, small circles of people mm-hmm. and the tactics they have to use are really, really off the wall. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And, like, the, the point or the mission that Andor is going on is literally to steal money. Like they're Yeah, literally, yeah we it, need it, money. <laughs> like, they're trying to fund this is what is what it's going on. Exactly. It, it's it, – it has nothing to do with the balance of the force, and it's just like gonna be a cool like co-op like <laughs> spy show. Yeah, and hopefully it's actually like the Ocean's Eleven type thing that we were promised with Rogue One, which isn't what Rogue One ended up being. Mm-hmm. I still do love what Rogue One was. It's just different than what this is gonna be. It's just different. Which I, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they're changing up the tone. I'm also glad they're showing us the different like aspects of like why the Empire kind of sucks and why mm-hmm. it sucks to live in the Empire. More than just like on Tatooine, we've seen that so much. Whether it was with Luke or even have here's my hot take: Have we actually seen why the Empire was so bad? I'd say that's why this is so good. Is because yeah. it shows us what it's really like. Like somewhere like Tatooine, you get the feeling is more just this is like the Wild West, and mm-hmm. no one really cares. Yeah, where one of the I forget the planet's name, but the planet yeah. where they're all on. Um, it's like it sucks to live and try to make a living and make a go of it because you can't make any money and the bureaucracy is all corrupt and mm-hmm. there's just no upward mobility for anyone and the empire only cares about its own power and you know that's different than the Tatooine mm-hmm. vibe I guess but yeah and seeing these characters be like the product of that is is really fascinating and uh, I do think it's important to note that the cast is phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. the acting in this is incredible. It feels like a prestige TV show because, like, a lot of these actors are plucked from all over the place. Um, the council guy, like, the guy, the boss of all the Empire people who are in charge of yeah. working over sectors, he's in Game of Thrones. 
the blonde girl that like is up and coming and trying to get stuff done. She's from she was in Under the Banner of Heaven this year. We have Skarsgård playing Luthen, who's yeah, been incredible. Yeah. Like this cast is bringing it, and I'm like it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So and oh, uh, there's an actor from The Bear in it too. The of course there is. <laughs> the uh, um, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy who wakes up the guard who is sleeping. Who the guard is also in a show called End of the Effing World on Netflix, which is really good too. Um, but the uh, the guy that wakes him up and is just like, better not let him know. <laughs> like he's in the bear and he's great in the bear. So a lot of great actors in the show and the show it's it's got a lot of potential. I think this is going to be really special and really creative like action too. The whole action sequence in the third episode was really exciting. I, mm-hmm. I loved like the with like the pulleys on the ceiling and like basically self-destructing the whole building uh-huh. that was so <laughs> different and so fun to watch and they're going off the wall and i like it yeah did you know that there were uh infantry and police sectors in the galaxy that were worse than stormtroopers <laughs> that's also a really funny aspect is uh the one like the security force and uh-huh. the guy who's trying to keep it all in order and no one cares and yeah and too bad for him. It seems like we're actually going to get like a storyline for this mm-hmm. cop too. Yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but he, last thing we see of him is he's he going goes home, home to, his mom. to his mom, right? Mm-hmm. So his we're mom, supposed to care about him now. Mom was, was his uh, mom in the bear too? No, she was in Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, she was the uh, neighbor that lived across the street from him that testified that there were dementors there, which is why he used magic outside of school, which is why he didn't get expelled. Hmm. And Dumbledore was a jerk about it, but... You know, whatever, Dumbledore, you died. Screw you. Spoilers for Harry Potter. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you want to talk about next? Feels like we got all our Andor out of our system. Yeah. Uh, what's your first one you want to talk about? Let's talk about Dahmer. Okay. Have you watched any of this or heard anything oh. about this? Uh, heard a tad, tad bit. This is just not my cup of tea. So Yeah, so it's a, a Ryan Murphy biopic with evan peters ryan murphy being the guy who made uh things like american horror story and the musical high school show glee so pretty wide Mm -hmm. uh, spectrum on the board for for him um he works with evan peters a lot and there's a lot to say about this show it's well i'll just give you kind of like a sales pitch to see if you want to add it to your watch list or not i don't i wouldn't push you no Um, it's got a great cast. It's really well acted. The story is really well crafted to keep you kind of in suspense when you really like, you kind of know what happens in the end, but it still keeps you on on the edge of your seat really well. Um, the, like the, the debate around the show has been whether or not it is building sympathy for a serial killer who did awful things. Or not is basically mm-hmm. some people are saying it, it. It's trying to make you feel bad for Jeffrey Dahmer. Some people are saying that's not the case. So we've already crossed over into debate of like real world proportions. With yes. Hmm. Um, and while I see why people think that it sympathizes with him, I disagree that that's the point of the show. Sure. Um, I think the the really cool thing about this show is that it gives a voice and a story to the victims. It actually, we spend time with them. We spend time with their families. Like we get to know those people and that makes it all the more heartbreaking when you know what happens to them in the end. Cause mm-hmm. you're watching it, getting to know these people and 
all the while knowing that like well they're not gonna make it exactly this and um whatnot it i don't know when when someone like Dahmer does what they do no matter what their situation parenting upbringing anything like that i think that they're probably going to end up doing something like that anyway and like maybe the situation made it worse or better but like it's going to happen regardless mm-hmm. so i i disagree i don't necessarily think it's sympathizing and i think it's done done quite well and i'm, I'm actually enjoying it i think it's a well-made show i'm not quite done with it yet but evan peters is a great actor and it's been good good for it why did it get made who the hell knows i have no idea <laughs> But yeah. as a TV show, it's been pretty solid. The serial, the whole serial killer craze, true crime, whatever, whatever. That's just, I I know that's in. That's just not me. And you're never probably gonna convince me to care or get into it. But that's perfectly fine. That that's in vogue right now. Yeah, I I wanted to get into it just because I know Ryan Murphy is a creator. I've enjoyed some stuff from him, like. Mm-hmm. I the first season of American Horror Story is really good. I did watch Glee. <laughs> uh, he made a show um, called The Politician for Netflix that I really enjoyed. I was I'm pretty sure it's not coming back for a third season, but I really enjoyed the first two. Um, but so I there's a lot of reasons I clicked on it. Mainly, above all else, to be able to talk about it for 30 seconds on this sure. show. Sure, but I think Very we should fair. probably move on to Reservation okay. Dogs okay. so we can feel better about <laughs> ourselves. Uh, well, I'm sorry to break it to you, but having just finished the second season of Reservation Dogs, it was a kind of depressing cry fest for a lot oh. of the season. Oh. It, it was still, it's really witty. It has its, its funny moments. It had a couple episodes back to back where like, that was like the funniest thing I'd seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. That classic Taika humor. But they went a lot more dour with, with this season and a lot more emotional, um, and for ten episodes, it it makes you shed some tears. Dang. Um, ten episodes. This is on Hulu, right? Yes. And, and they're they're super short too. Like twenty, thirty, thirty. Okay. Not not really beyond thirty. Um, but very very well made. Very good season. The cast is is phenomenal. I think they're all gonna go on and do a lot, a lot of stuff. I mean, most of them haven't even like really been in anything else before. And they have they have great chemistry, and there's a really good vision behind it. But uh, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot more sad of a season, huh. for sure. Well, but still should, would recommend. I'd okay. recommend starting with season one. I still haven't gotten around to watching season one. I can't believe I haven't. But maybe I'll start that this. Well, it's like so little, like you can just jump in whenever. There, there's honestly a couple episodes in the second in the second season, the funnier ones. Mm-hmm. I think you could watch them just by themselves without having seen anything else and they're just you could get something out of it, hmm. it, it a lot th- that's the other thing about the second season there's a lot less of like a overarching story it's more just like slice of life things okay there, there's a li- there's like some some common themes and some common stuff going on and then it all sort of comes together at the end but really each one is more situational and focusing on a different group of people but uh there's also that it has. I wanted to bring up this trope because it's something that always drives me crazy, but uh, it has your typical uh, 
trip episode where it's all just like a super long trip or it's a dream or they're drunk the whole time or whatever and it's i feel like that's always a time waster <laughs> but bottleneck episode yeah it, it always happens is oh there's this crazy stuff that's happening but it's not really happening and we're delving into the psychology of this one character and i see that more often than it should be around i think but i think they can be used really well but if it doesn't actually accomplish something it's mm-hmm. kind of a waste yeah especially it, in the age of streaming right like in, I, that's like a filler type of episode it's like we have 24 episodes of this network tv show we got to do something like we have to fill half a year of yeah. weeks like it's like i, I kind of get it but when yeah when you have 10 episodes you're gonna waste a whole episode on that it's come on yeah give us the give us the yeah. goods but yeah that's all I've got. Cool. Well, you want to talk about something that's actually very happy and Please. just fun? Because Abbott Elementary is back on ABC and Hulu. And I'm going to say it, Ben. I'm You're just going to say it? No. Uh, I'm, I'm, introducing a new, say it. I'm introducing a new segment to the show. It, oh. won't, be, it won't be every week, but oh. every once in a while, I'm introducing the, let's what are we going to call it? The uh, Phil Puts His Foot Down segment of the week. Okay. Uh, Phil's putting his foot down, and he's saying... You have to watch that. I have to. This show is incredible. This show is so funny. It is witty. It is heartfelt. It is just genuinely just one of the most fun times I have watching television. I love this show. I've never heard a bad thing about this show. There's no bad things to say about this show. This show. This show? This show. This The show? This show. Abbott Elementary? Mm -hmm. Is that what we're talking about? This show. This show is incredible, dude. This show takes place in an inner city philadelphia elementary school and it's a based on a group of teachers who get are getting to know each other and just trying to do their best for the kids and it is filmed like the office where it's like in parks and rec it's fake documentary type show and every second of it is just joyful and i love the 23 minutes a week i get to enjoy the show it's the one it's some of the best minutes of my life every week wow the show is great this is high praise here I love this show, dude. Like, I, I don't put my foot down often, and I don't force you to watch things very often. I feel like my success rate when I do, though, is quite it's high. It's pretty good, yeah. I don't – what have I missed on? What have I missed when I've, like, done – when I've gone this far to say you are missing I don't know out. if you've ever gone this far is the thing. Most of the time, you're like, I think you should watch this. You've never said you have to watch this. I think – this is probably pretty similar to how I felt when I was telling you to watch Full Metal Alchemist, but I didn't outwardly sure. say it like this. Yeah, but it's how I felt. Well, that was a little different because I was just like looking for my first anime. Anyway, yeah, you were di- and, dipping your toe in, so I didn't want to freak and, well, you out. But you were, yeah. And this it was obviously the best choice. Yeah, but that's that's it's how still I being felt. The only anime I've ever please, seen. Please, please trust me and watch Abbott wow. Elementary. We'll All of you listening, please trust me and listen to Abbott Elementary. On, he's, Wait, you, watching what? Watch Abbott Elementary. You can't see this because this is a podcast. He's literally on his knees begging right now. Yes, I <laughs> am. <laughs> you could have said no. You're lying, but they can't see me. It's true. I'm playing into the thing, but this show's great. I don't know what else I need to say about it, but check it out, please. If you have not watched Abbott Elementary, please check it out. All right, I'll add it to the list. No. It is the list. It is the list. Until you've watched all of season one and the first two episodes of season two, it is the list. So it, it's a weekly. Like it comes it's a out weekly. weekly air. There were like 10 episodes what in season one. What is this, 2010? Gosh. 
I want Dude, all my entertainment at once. No, shows come out weekly again, man. That's the thing. People realize how much more fun it is to do content. I about- want I want Cobra Kai and then to finish it in a day and a half and then. I wish Cobra Kai came out one week at a time. No, I do too. It makes I completely it, it do make too. podcasting about it so much more fun. No, and we said we just have one episode per season. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. How lame. Have we heard anything about whether or not we're getting a season six? I haven't really been looking, honestly. I haven't either. The whole experience with Cobra Kai season five, I watched it in a two three days and didn't really think about it before or after. Yeah, it wasn't like season four at all. Season four felt like a a, a moment, mm-hmm. and season five was good. I'm it not was, trying it was to say quality, it wasn't. but it wasn't the same. We didn't have the same heights of hype going mm-hmm. into, which probably helped. There was no big introduction, I guess. Like, do you do we did did the promise that Terry Silver was showing up like get us that excited for season four? It was so odd because he was so so weird of a character and from uh-huh. the most bizarre phase of karate kid too yeah see they're just gonna have to uh, tease hillary swank coming back for next i season. think that they're this what season five showed us is they are not they're gonna pretend like that doesn't even exist yeah like they're way more likely to do your idea of going to a world championship and fighting jaden smith than freaking cool would that they be? already even acknowledge that the next karate kid exists you can't tell me that that wouldn't. Oh, be. it would be the greatest thing ever. Even if they're only in it for an episode. Yeah. Just like they, I would love it if they just got their own episode. Oh sure. Where yeah. we just catch up, see what their what's life Trey has been, been like, what's been going Mr. on, Han. and then he fights like Hawk or something and kicks Hawk's butt. Or I think I think Jaden Smith would probably. Be I, I have a feeling he'd be pretty much unstoppable. That'd be cool if they brought him in just to win the tournament. <laughs> Like, I would honestly be fine if none of our characters won that tournament. Yeah. It's like, oh, this kid's just too good. I mean, he's been training with Jackie Chan for the last decade. I'm yeah, sure no he's kidding. Been incredible. But, or has has he been estranged from karate and he's just getting back into it when this tournament comes around? Because, I mean, he's probably found better things to do over 10 years. Yeah, he became a car salesman in China. What if? What if it's just a parallel? <laughs> That'd be wild. And, he, and it's not karate, it's. Uh, kung fu remember oh yeah that's right just martial arts tournament he's given up kung fu and uh just wants to live a not quiet life but a simpler life as a car salesman and this tournament and his old bully has to come to his place of work to get him back into it let's just reboot this whole series in china Hit all the same beats. Just do the exact same thing you did with Cobra Kai. Just base it in China. We'd still be there, honestly. I'd still watch it. Absolutely. It'd be fantastic. I, I need more Jackie Chan in my life. I'll just say it. What's he been doing this whole time He's in China? Not, oh, like his character? Yeah, not real Jackie Chan. I don't, um, I don't know. He was a pretty sad dude. He was. Yeah, that him. was a lot. Because the Miyagi story had its own dark and emotional parts but it was like really serious with mm-hmm. with jackie chan i character. bet he i bet he fell in love with being a sensei and like started training other kids mm-hmm. i bet i bet he's bringing like a lot of kids to this tournament not just jaden smith well we'll find out in cobra kai season six should, do we even need to talk about anything else this no week? i think that that's the high I, note to end on i honestly don't want to talk about blonde okay um, save that for a rainy day I don't. I I don't know if I want to save talk it for about when it. you have nothing else to talk about. Oh, I get. Uh, I'll wait to talk about the patient until the season's over. Okay. 
Um, yeah, that's been good though. I've enjoyed it. I think you'd like it, but I'm not gonna put my foot down on it. There's only uh, so many things you can do that for. She Hulk <laughs> has continued to stay solid. But yeah, I you said it was it. the best show you've ever seen. Well, yeah. I mean, what else is more is there to say? Yeah. Anything else you want to mention or? Nope. Okay. Well. Nope. Not thank at all. you for listening to another episode of Waywa. If you would like to follow the show, you can like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and you can find us on Twitter at Waywa Pod. Feel free to shoot us DMs asking questions or requests for what shows we should watch and talk about on the show. Bye. Bye.